Porkins. It's all I just about wanna, Porkins. I just want to start the episode with just Porkins. Porkins, Porkins uh, and um, <laughs> stay on target. Stay on target. <laughs> and noodles. Porkins and noodles, dude. <laughs> and no one will ever know. No one know what we're talking about. Hey, welcome everybody to episode number eighty-seven of the Beta Report. I'm one of your co-hosts. I am the Con. So perfect. Yep. And we got Forever Five. Jay. What up? Yeah. Woo 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 Forever Five. Dude, I'm gonna make. I'm gonna be my own R and B. I gotta get you a theme song, dude. Just like theme music. I know. I need to. I'm gonna just do it myself, dude. It just has to be like a slow R and B ballad. You could do that, but we would, it would be great if we can have somebody like woo, just woo, go. Woo, woo, woo. And everybody's forever five coming <laughs> for you straight. You know, like yeah, yeah, yeah. like old like uh, freaking Theo DJ voice. Yeah, remember Theo from ninety two point three The Beat. And then when everybody freaked out because he was Asian, he was an Asian dude. He, he was, was like, like what? "What? Why does he have that silky smooth, beautiful voice? Does he have like so much soul, but he's I know, Asian?" Dude. Like Asians can't have soul. I know, dude. Like, what yeah. the heck? They're like, know, they're amazing. They're like the best dancers I've ever seen in my life. I know, right? They're like all the best hip hop dancers are all like Asian dudes. Asian dudes. That's crazy. What up, Jabberwockies? I'm looking at yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. Well, except for uh, Shaq, because isn't he an honorary Jabberwocky? Ah, don't suck that fool. <laughs> you suck that fool. <laughs> Joe Coy, dude. Have you seen Joe Coy? And he was like feuding with the Jabberwockies. That was what? one of the original Jabberwockies, supposedly. Really? Yeah, you never seen that before? No, no. It's like I'm sure you can find it on YouTube. It's pretty awesome. Joe Coy's legit. I, I know Joe Coy's funny, dude. I like when he's uh um talking about his mom and his grandma. What did you ever seen those? Yeah. Like when he's uh like just telling stories about I, I mean uh, I don't do any any but I like when he goes, Joseph. Yeah. <laughs> Joseph. <laughs> they say Joseph. Yeah. <laughs> but they say Joseph. Jo- Joseph. <laughs> You're doing good, dude. Joseph. <laughs> When I die, and he's like, Grandma, Grandma, don't talk about it. He's like, what? You don't want me to talk about when I go to heaven? Yeah. You don't want me to go to heaven? Yeah. You want me to go to hell, Joseph? Yeah, it's really hilarious. If you like, look it up and him, his stories of his grandma, and he goes, when, when I die, I'm, I'm going to be over your bed, and I'm going to touch your toes. Yeah. yeah. And then, then you know dude, it's you me. so good, dude. <laughs> I, just, I just love it, dude, when he's talking about, like, his Filipino Joseph. heritage. Yeah. Joseph. Um. Anyways, uh, dude, we were just talking about this on uh, take one, where you don't stay on target, dude. I'm sorry, dude. I'm stay telling on you. on target. I stay will be. Target. I'm telling you, my AKA, other than Forever 5, has to be Jump the Gun, dude, Jump because gun. I'm always... Just jumping into like other segments that I'm not supposed to jump into target, yet, dude. dude. Hey, we got a, uh, I think we got a packed show. We got some good stuff we want to talk about. But before we jump into that, uh, we do want to get just, just uh, before we do all the funny, dumb stuff that we're going to do, um, let's jump into really quick, really serious. I know that there's uh, people that need help and suffering in Houston. If you guys haven't For seen sure. some of that stuff, um, it, it's pretty devastating. It's uh, people who have uh, lost their home. Some people have lost their lives over this yeah. whole thing. It's crazy, man. Some like there's pictures of like a freeway, and you can see the water flooded all the way to like where the exit signs. You know, like where, yeah, like, what freeway you're on and all that. It's like yeah, dude, it's, it's crazy. So I mean, there's there's uh, if you guys want to help, there's always places to go out and help. There's um, the Red Cross, Salvation Army, um, uh, one 
thing we will say is that be careful for people who are scamming out there. There's people who say they're charities and they're trying to get donations. So just be careful with, with that kind of stuff. If you guys want to donate, make sure you donate to um, known charities. Like I just mentioned, Salvation Army, Red Cross. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I didn't even know that, dude. That's crazy. Yeah, dude. There's people like calling and they'll ask for money that they represent this something relief. Mm. And it's totally fake. Wow, uh, dude. You'll, you just watch out for emails. Wow calls people even going to your house like they just came out too that people are going to to people's homes asking for money to help out it's just crazy dude. oh so, my gosh dude yeah don't do that if you really want to help uh besides just you know shooting up prayers and stuff there's also uh places where you can donate people need um um uh supplies and stuff like that that's another way to help too rather than give for money sure. you could always give up like you know water bottles and stuff like that to um uh, local charities um, and i'll definitely I'll, I'll try my best too in the coming days to kind of put like a comprehensive list of where you can yeah on facebook you'll find it on our facebook uh at the beta report where you can donate uh, yeah jay, jay will post up uh places where you can donate um and uh, I would also look up locally. Some churches may be, you know, like collecting stuff and sending them out there. So make sure you guys look at that because they need our help. There's a lot of people that, that need help out there. So um, some of the images, if you guys just look up some of the stuff, dude, it's 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 heartbreaking. Yeah, some people for sure. are uh, are losing their homes and stuff and, and just are losing everything. Mm-hmm. So uh, look out for that. So make sure you guys uh, try to help out as much as you can in any way that you can. Um, so... Uh, now that we mentioned that, let's talk about uh, some of the stuff we want to talk about in the last in the last segment of Game of Bros this year. Dude. For some time. Hopefully I, not. I feel years. like I feel like we should have definitely we we should have taken advantage of the whole Game of Bros thing. I know. A lot, a lot sooner. You thought about it late, you know, it's like Game of Bros, why not? That's that was your idea. You posted dude, up a, It was just it, it, that was just perfect, dude. We I'm telling you, played on that a little bit. I'm more. telling you, we should do a, sec, uh, a, a separate podcast, podcast of just <laughs> dude. We barely Game of throws. Yeah, I could barely make it to this one, dude. So, dude, we'll we'll talk about it later. <laughs> we'll figure something out because I think it'd be uh, worth going through the whole Game season and watching it together. Like that'd that. be sick. <laughs> that'd be dope, dude. <laughs> that would be dope. Maybe even uh, uh, record the podcast as we're watching it. Yeah, like the whole like the Leslie Jones like thing, the dude. Leslie Jones kind of thing. Yeah, dude, that'd be that'd be awesome. Just stream that mess. We'll think about it. We'll see. But um, let's it's happening, people. History. It is right now. Just dude. happened right just, now. Just stay tuned next week for Straight the first episode. Straight working this mess, dude. I'm like brand right Bros. now. Just looking at the future. <laughs> You're working into uh, into Game of Bros, dude. I'm working into myself. Dang. Like, <laughs> just like that. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard Brad make that noise when he's working, dude. But I will definitely do it if dude, I if I had the chance to is, work. And it'd be like sexual. I know where you would be going, dude. <laughs> I know, right? Seriously. <laughs> hey, um, so, dude, like, uh, since this is coming out uh, on Wednesday, uh, this podcast we're just coming out a day late with it. Uh, I'm sure everybody's seen it, so there'll be spoilers for sure. Did you like the uh, season finale? Hey, just to be clear, spoilers, 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 and spoilers. spoilers. So if you're down for some spoilers, hit me up. <laughs> no, or just, just stay tuned. That's not how it works. Just listen. But no, dude, I, I, the, I enjoyed the finale. 
Dude, it was like, crazy that it was like almost feature length, almost like a little movie, dude. Ah, dude. It was in uh, about an hour and a half, hour and 29 minutes or something. Yeah, something like that. Very dialogue driven, but the dialogue that it had was like just absolute awesome moments, dude. Like honestly, just really cool moments. Um, in between uh, Tyrion talking to Bronn, uh, the Hound talking to Brienne. Yeah. Um, Dude, and this is a, and and again, this is coming from a person who like I feel like I took the deep dive into Game of Thrones in this season. So like this is like the first season where I actually got to watch every single episode and like really invested myself in like all the characters and stuff. Like uh, one of the complaints I've read so far is that it was very fan servicey, and that like you know they had like those moments or whatever where like you had these past characters meeting again like you know from like season one or two and then they never saw each other again until now it's like oh you know it's kind of fan servicey but i mean to be honest like for me i thought it was just cool because i i've only heard of their history secondhand and then just to kind of see them coming like together now it was kind of like oh that's cool dude like i didn't see it that way i don't know about you i don't know how you felt about that like I mean, you could say, like, for example, Gendry was fan servicey, you know, yeah. having him pop up, like, literally for. Hey, but you needed two him, dude. You needed him and his flash powers and his, to and just, like, literally his, zoom past, like, who knows how many miles of snow with, like, <laughs> to get from one point to the other exactly, to dude. let Daenerys <laughs> know to come. Speaking of, which is one of the other problems they said that uh, some people had was, you know, the, the whole. Supersonic ravens and uh-huh. uh, Daenerys getting the raven and flying just in time, you know. I mean, even I think the director said, "Yeah, it didn't really work too well, but hmm. whatever, whatever." It was amazing. It was awesome. We all loved it. Yeah, look, man, you gotta make some sacrifices. Right? Yeah, for sure, dude. Like, uh, yeah, there was some problems. And some people, are, you know what? Honestly, I'm not that picky. I mean, it's I I enjoyed the moments. Uh, it was. You know, I, yeah, Gendry popping up might have been fan servicey because, you know, you know he hadn't been around since like season three or four or something like that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's just I, I didn't mind, dude. I mean, I'm not as I'm not that picky when it comes to, like, I know we have to sacrifice some, uh, we have to suspend our disbelief in yeah. some way, and uh, it's not a. It's not a big deal, you know. I think, I think it was fine, but uh, yeah. But I honestly, like, I this episode, like you said, it was very like dialogue driven. But I thought it was, it was perfect because it almost it, it, no, it didn't almost it did kind of set everything up, um, for you know what obviously what's going to happen in in this final season. But it like just put all the pieces in in the right places mm-hmm. and didn't really leave a lot of you know things in terms of the characters kind of hanging. Now it's just kind of like now we know that the White Walkers have, you know, they blew a chunk off the wall. So now they're actually like making their way into the uh, into like the Westeros or whatever, like the city. But now it's like but uh, aside from that, like nothing else is really left hanging. Like we they even clarify like Jon Snow's parentage in this episode well, hold on before we jump into that yeah yeah no, but it's just like i'm just saying like it, it was cool because it kind of like put everything in its place and now it's just mm-hmm. kind of like now we get into the stuff dude where it's like the great war is here and like you well, know all these other let's break it down real quick right yeah, let's, yeah. let's talk about the stuff that we let's liked uh starting from the beginning uh all the way to to the end so we won't make a we won't do a deep dive but you know just touch on some of the things that we liked uh from the beginning on so um the uh the fact that 
Daenerys showed up to the meeting on the dragon right in front of everybody. Like, yeah, dude, I'm gonna show up fashionably late. So yeah, make for sure, sure. just to me. make sure everyone sees me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All upon that dragon. Absolutely, heck yeah, dude. dude. I would do the same thing. Yeah, heck yeah, dude. I, you know, I thought what was really cool was, and I'm sure this is part of one of the complaints. Like, why were the unsullied all of a sudden all there? Like, yeah, that's what it, I was thinking too. Yeah. At, at like at one point, I was like, weren't they all trapped? Or like, wasn't that part of the? Uh, the technically like, they weren't trapped they just couldn't sail back so now they would have to they would have to travel by land all the way through uh-huh. so that was just part of the, the problem dude, can i just say up. like can i just say gray worm has like the best face in the world dude like i just love that fool's face because he's always like like he has like it's pretty that, hardcore yeah yeah i've always looked pissed and i'm yeah, like yeah, yeah. dang i'd roll with that fool hell yeah dude. i do dude, dude i thought it looked pretty cool to see just how massive the unsullied army was mm-hmm. like i don't i didn't know they were that big and then you see the Dothraki and then the freaking Thraki roll through, up. too. I'm yeah, like, dude. She's, like, got a boss army, dude. She's heck, like, yeah. You see them, and you're like, dang, dude. Like, yeah. It's, 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 pretty, it's pretty insane how big of an army she has. And then she's got two dragons. So I thought that was pretty cool to show, you know, that Jamie and uh, Bronn are looking out there like, damn, you know. I think, you know, they, they pretty much, you know, said, oh, I think we're the ones screwed, you know? Yeah, for sure. Um. So I thought that was pretty cool, and then of course Danny showing up on the uh, dragon to the to the meeting. Um, Dude, I love that too because it was like you can tell that she was trying hard not to be impressed, but you can tell, dude, she was like, damn, yeah, there's yeah. a freaking dragon. Freaking Cersei oh. was just sitting there like, like, oh, okay. We've been waiting for you. Oh, okay. You ha- yeah, we've been waiting here, blah, blah, blah. I've been, it's like, I've shut been up, waiting trick. for you, and uh, you're so late. And- yeah. I don't yeah. know, dude. She's trying, like, trying to be all hard. and like, dude, dude I got dragons, girl. <laughs> about to get toasty up in here. She's like, whatever. But, uh, yeah, dude, uh, I think the other thing that was really cool was um, actually walking towards the dragon pit, what they call it, is uh, the hound and Brienne. And when Brienne noticed, uh-huh. like, oh, shoot, you're still alive, fool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I killed you. And uh, I, what was really, really cool was when they... Uh, talking about Arya and saying, what are you doing here when you should be protecting Arya? Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, the one is he protecting is anybody who gets in her way. Yeah, yeah. And, and you kind of see, like, you just see him you smirk. See a smile. Like, you see yeah. him smile. He's yeah, like, that was pretty cool. Yeah, he's like, that was cool. One of the best parts of, uh, I'm a, I can't remember if it was season four or five was the uh, journeys of Arya and the Hound uh-huh. when they're traveling together. It was pretty cool, actually. So that was a really cool um we're gonna have to touch on that when we start a game of bros podcast. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> it's Arya and the Hound uh, uh, traveling together, and it was a really cool, you know, little um, arc of yeah. them being together and stuff. So that was really cool. And then, uh, of course, um, Bron is so awesome, though, too, dude. Uh, yeah, <laughs> some of the stuff he talks about is just—he's so witty and stuff. And heck uh, yeah, you know, it was a reunion of Bron and Tyrion. Sort of something that we should have gotten a little bit more when. They set up the meeting with Jamie. It was kind of odd that they didn't put in like a little, you know, moment where they because they were like they were friends before Jamie was friends with Braun. Yeah, and so it was kind of cool that they had that moment there. And then uh, the moment that uh, you know it was pretty crazy too was Tyrion and Cersei when they had their little sit down. Yeah. Uh, oh wait, I skipped over something real quick. Everybody's been talking about uh, Clegane Bowl. Oh right, yeah, about yeah. That? Mm-hmm. 
but we didn't get it. Yeah. <laughs> but it was like, dang. Well, what do you think he he meant by, you know, he's coming or I don't he's know. coming for you or something? I forgot what like, you he know, says exactly. You know but he's implying that someone is coming for him. Yeah, he says something like, you know what's coming and you know it's coming for you or something. Yeah. Like but I don't think he says it. I think he says, like, you, like I've, I feel like I, I, I think I remember him saying he is coming for you. That he's coming for you, yeah, something like that, I guess. Huh? Or like, and you know, you know who he is. Or I thought it was specific like that. I thought it was like referring to someone. Or it definitely means that it. It definitely sounded like. So I don't know if you mean that, like the Lord of Light, like if he's because he's kind of like on that path now. So I don't know if that, don't know. that's something yeah. that he's implying, like you know, you're gonna get some some holy justice or something. Yeah, yeah, or, yeah. It was kind of cool to see that the Hound is with them, sort of. Yeah, like on, on their side. Their side. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So eventually, I wonder, like in season eight, we'll have finally the Kligan Bowl. If they're saying, yeah, Sandor Kligan versus, I think I'm saying it right, right? I have no idea. Kligan, Kligan, or something like that. Yeah, uh, Sandor the Hound and uh, the Sir, Mountain. Sir Gregor. Sir Gregor. The Mountain. So that was pretty cool that uh, he he kind of finally confronted him. Well, not finally, but he's finally. Spoke with him all yeah. these seasons that that uh, the last time they were together it was probably season one I think or no I don't know two or three, anyways um so yeah dude the the whole meeting with Cersei and and Tyrion um man that was crazy too mm. and of course they're awesome actors too and uh, it was kind of cool to have them you know meet each other and stuff and the twist in there too of um you know later on she finally um. I guess pushing Jamie to the edge where he's like, dude, I'm gone. I'm out. Yeah. Cause she, uh, you know, lied about, you know, setting her armies up there. Dude, we, we kind of touched on this. I know a couple of episodes before, <clears throat> like, uh, I don't remember what season we were referring to, but you know, we'd always talk about Jamie being like probably one of the more interesting characters in this because he can play both sides really well. Like, um you know in in the beginning he's like he pushes bran out of the window or whatever and you're like dude what a bastard dude like he's such a freaking jerk but he has like a certain charisma to him and like he's uh you know he's he's like a very engaging character so like sometimes you're actually rooting for him dude and you're like yeah jamie well he's definitely ever since his hand being cut off has been on a kind of a redemption. But that's like, what I was going to say. Like yeah. before where he was kind of playing both sides and you're mm-hmm. kind of like you love to hate him. Um, now I kind of feel like, yeah, he's done like the whole like like 180 turn is just kind of being like more on the good side, I guess. Like more you you have more to root for him now, like just on the on the good side of the spectrum or whatever yeah. as opposed to like being like oh but you still make like you still do like stupid stuff or whatever that like, you hate him for but now it just kind of seems like yeah like they're kind of pitting him to be more of the hero you know or more of a hero in the in the series so i know there's a lot of theories out there that that it might actually be him who's the um i don't know how to say his name Zora high yeah Zora high or whatever like Jamie? that, that really? it might be that it might actually be him um you know, and he would have to, uh, you know, kill Cersei and through like the that blood or whatever will bring like Lightbringer, Lightbringer? and all that stuff. Really? I hope that's the, f- the case because I hope it's not, <clears throat> you know, Jon Snow or. Yeah. So that's because I mean, and, and they were also saying like with her, with Cersei being pregnant, 
that it might not even be like he loves her, but it's like he loves his child. So, you know, something about like her losing the, the, the kid or whatever, or he like, you know, drives the sword through her belly or something like that. So it actually like kills the kid. And oh my so God. that blood is what brings light. Bring It's like all this crazy stuff, dude. Like it's all over. Dude, I want to see but. his uh, gold hand, whatever. Replaced by a dagger. By a freaking, by Lightbringer, dude. By Lightbringer or Dragonglass. Yeah, imagine. Well, I'm pretty sure it's going to, something like that's going to happen. You would think, right? Yeah. Like, just attach a, you know, It'd be like freaking, like, uh, I forget what his name is, dude. Dixon. Uh, like, from, uh, what's his name? Uh, from freaking uh, Return of the Dragon, dude. Where that was like, he had Return all the different, the yeah, where he had oh, all the yeah, different yeah. hands and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's not uh, Return of the, it's Enter the Dragon. Enter the Dragon, Enter the Dragon. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot the guy's name, but yeah, and uh, it was like Mr. Han or something like that. Yeah, I guess that's something like that. Yeah, and then we can have. But he had uh, all the different hands, dude. Just like attachments. We can have a Jim Kelly. Yeah, heck yeah, dude. Freaking uh, uh, what was that? What was his name? Jim Kelly. No, no, that's not his name in that thing. No, in the movie, it was like that's his real name, right? That's his real Real name. name, Yeah, Jim Kelly, the guy with the fro. The guy with the fro, dude. Dude. Freaking MC. Dude, we need more books. We need more comfy. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) He looks like MC books. Um, dude, let's talk about Arya and Sansa. Dude, that's another one right there. Dude, you dude, were right too, dude. And I, I was glad, and I'm glad that you were right, dude, because you, that dude. crap was frustrating me. Yeah, it was just too weird, dude. I think they were just playing uh, Littlefinger, you know, and yeah. having them, you know, fall into that trap. But, uh, dude, I think the 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 best part of this episode is Littlefinger's face when he said, "How do you answer to these charges?" Yeah, he's Lord like, what Baelish. The- yeah, he's, he's like, what the fuck? He's like, he's he like blinked like a million times. Like, oh, 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 what? If you if you look at that clip, it's like he blinked like crazy. Dude. He's like, oh, 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 what? It was like a like um like the little rascals double take. Like, uh-huh. yeah, like, like that. That's exactly how it was. If you look at you, like, mm. <laughs> have you seen that meme of the like the white guy blinking? Uh huh. Yeah, that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, of course yeah. that's good on a podcast. Like everybody knows. I know, nobody knows what we're talking, talking about. We're all making the face. But most people, most people have. I'm pretty sure most most people have seen that meme of like that one white dude just kind of like hmm? like blinking, what? like what? what? Well, yeah. replace that with, uh, <laughs> with little fingers. Yeah, dude. I know, no, but that whole scene was like that scene was was pretty hardcore. Yeah, it, it was, was good. It was. It was you know good what to like, finally, you know that if there was one person aside from Cersei to have their comeuppance had to be yeah. Littlefinger dude definitely because it's, it's his fault yeah you come that he's the one that started it everything. was it was crazy when yeah when they kind of broke it down that way and it was like you know she was naming charge after charge and then almost gave a little bit of context after everything that she was talking about it was like yeah dude that fool was like it had his hand in everything that went down or had that that dagger that transpired that throughout, Val- like yeah, that Valyrian dagger was his, the one that was gonna assassinate Bran, and then uh, that uh, started off bringing Tyrion into a prisoner, yeah, and then that started the whole Lannister versus Stark, Stark stuff, thing, and yeah. then that also they used that same dagger to hold Ned uh, Stark and betray him. That's crazy, and then dude. just goes from like there, like crazy, dude. So. Like it explains all the other stuff that he did, and so uh, of course, our Sansa passes the sentence, and Arya carries it. Out. No wait, yeah, carries it out, dude. And that was one of the cool things too, is like to see them there together, like to see 
like the, the Stark family, pretty much. Like you know, aside from like John, and um, you know everyone else that has died. Mm-hmm. But or, like just seeing them there was just kind of cool. Like they're where they're supposed to be, and it was just cool to like see like the Starks back in like Winterfell. Like I, I don't know, I just thought that was cool. And that's the coming from someone like me who I said like I haven't seen any of the other episodes, but like I just kind of knew the context of that, like them not being there, you know, for the past i don't know like six seasons or whatever and now they're all there again you know together you know as a family i thought that was pretty sweet and then the big thing that also happened the two two more uh things um one is we find out of course what john, john snow's real name is uh and that's uh aegon targaryen yeah dude so like now are we supposed to be calling him aegon or he's not gonna be john snow anymore or what I feel like you can't change it anymore. It's just right? kind of like he's just going to be John. You can all of a sudden say Aegon. And I feel like no. Yeah. I've, and then I feel like the writers would be pretty smart to include that in there to just be like, well, yeah, no one is just all of a sudden going to start calling you by a different name when they've spent all this time calling you Jon Snow. Jon Snow. Yeah. I don't think it. I don't think it's going to change. And at uh, least as far as the name. I know. Right. Yeah, I know. I thought it was funny where. uh uh, Bran and Sam are together, and uh, he's like, uh, like Sam pretty much say, "Hey, dude, you look weird." And yeah, like, yeah, I'm the uh, three eyed raven. I see everything. <laughs> Is and that like? Oh wait, have you, have you seen those memes where it's like uh, it has Bran and uh, Danny Rand next to each other, and they're like, you know, like, "Oh, who are you?" Or like, like introduce yourselves to each other, whatever. And it's like, I'm like, I'm Bran, the three eyed raven, blah blah blah. And then it's like. I'm the immortal Iron Fist, protector of Kunlun, but or whatever, yeah. whatever. So I just thought that it was fun. It's like the most awkward uh, introduction that yeah, you'll yeah, ever yeah, have, yeah. or whatever it was. Yeah, I've seen that. It's hilarious, dude. That was pretty dope. There's so many Danny Rand. Memes. Yeah, <laughs> the Danny Rand memes oh, are freaking running rampant right now, dude. I know it's funny, but um, yeah, I just thought it was funny that he sees, he says he sees everything, but he didn't notice because he was starting to call that uh, John uh, Snow should have been John Sand. Yeah, because he was born out in Dorne. But uh, Sam's like, no, he's not a he's not a bastard, right? That fool's got a dad, <laughs> and uh, and a legit dad, a legit dad, dude. And then uh, I guess you find out his name is Aegon Targaryen, the uh, actual true heir to the throne. Complicating things between Jon Snow and um, Danny Targaryen, which was already awkward. Yeah, but you know, you know, Cat pointed out something today in our chat. She's like, uh, you know, we're we're grossed out with Jamie and Cersei being brother and sister, but uh, I'm kind of still rooting for <laughs> Jon Snow and Targaryen. That's like aunt and nephew. But uh, I find myself like, but it's all right because, <laughs> you know, Targaryens do that. Right. They try to justify it. And like, uh, Yeah, it's a weird, uh, and I guess it's like, a, yeah, I don't know if it's like a, um, like a, a like a, what is what it's called? Like a freaking, uh, um, like an anthropology test on us or whatever. Like it's like, oh, are you okay with some incest but not others or whatever? Like, where do you draw the line on incest? And I mean, like, it's like not like <laughs> terrible incest. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean it's just crazy, dude. I, I, yeah, it's a tra- no because it to... is. I feel like it's it, and and it's it's pretty clear. Like if you go on like Twitter or whatever, you see like all these Twitter posts where it's like people will make that distinction where it's like, yeah, like freaking Jamie and Cersei is gross, but. Uh, like Danny and John, it's not that bad. It's like they're they are only aunt and uncle, I guess. So it's or I mean aunt and nephew. It's not too bad. But yeah, it's like I I don't know why you would make that distinction, but it's it's there though. 
It is there. For whatever reason, it just seems okay for them. I, I, you know, and I know this is a double standard, but it probably would be even worse if it was uncle and niece. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? Definitely. And, and I don't think, I mean, it is a double standard because, you know, at that point, you'd be like, oh, we can't. Yeah, that's just creepy. Yeah. That's just but weird. It's, because it's aunt and nephew, I guess it's. Yeah, it's not as bad. That's true. I don't know. If you think about it, it's like, yeah, I guess I wouldn't get as much. It doesn't have like the creepy factor to it as much. As much, yeah. Um, actually, it doesn't really have any creepy factor. (laughs) I mean, right now, when you think about Danny and John, because, and I don't know what that says about me or us. I know, dude. Because I'm like rooting for them. I'm like, yeah, I want them to, you know, go ahead and hook up, dude. John Snow and Danny. Yeah, and then, uh, but you're like. You know, but you're like, wait a wait minute. a minute, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's just weird, dude. Stupid writers. Why do you have to do that? Way? Yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. Because and, and I mean, what's gonna to feel happen? Because I don't want to. I just I don't know. I just want them to hook up. But then you know, it's like Jon Snow is not gonna be. He doesn't want to be king. You know what I mean? Like he's kind of mm. reluctant to that. You know, and uh, who knows? Who knows what's gonna happen? And, and yeah, I'm just gonna, saying. Look, dude, they. They, it's well. I think what makes Cersei and Jamie weird is that they grew up together. They, they obviously know that they're brother and sister. So that's I feel like that's where it gets gross is because this is just kind of about like chance encounter. They just happen to be family, but they didn't know that. It's not their fault. Well, I mean, right now they don't know either. I mean, yeah, they still don't I'm, know. I'm talking about yeah. Danny, Danny, and, and right. John. So no, they don't. They don't know they're related. I mean. You know, I mean, not making it less creepy, but but, but I kind of in like their defense, they don't in know. their defense. They don't know. Yeah. Yeah. They, they don't they don't know. Whereas Jamie and, and Cersei, it's like they obviously grew up together. Right. So, yeah, that's just gross because they they don't care. Here we are still trying to get in the zone. It's just going to happen, dude. We have to and then, try okay. to figure out a way and to then make this. Okay. One thing, a prediction <laughs> right now is, is that, you know, it's funny that earlier in the episode, um, I thought it was funny too, where she's like, "Oh, I can't have kids," and he's like, "Well, who told you that?" And goes, oh, "Some witch." And he's like, "Do you ever think that?" Not yeah, she's not the, Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> "Boom!" She's getting pregnant. Yep, John's yep. putting a baby in her. I know, dude. I'm telling you, that baby's gonna come out like half dragon, half wolf, dude. He's gonna come out, and, and it's gonna he's fulfill like, all my dreams. Um, uh, mom, and this is my cousin, or like what? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> yeah, it's like what? Anyways. Um, but, uh, yeah, th- I think that's definitely going to happen. I think she's going to be pregnant. I, I know. Think- how would that be for like, because she doesn't have any relatives, obviously. So how, or, well, yeah. So all of, so Bran and Ari, oh, no, no, no. Cause they're Starks, right? So they have nothing to do with John. That's although John's a Stark though, too. That is Leanna true. Stark, he's still half Stark. So, so he's still, he's half Stark, half Targaryen. You gotta remember that. So would that make their kid, Danny and John's kid, their cousin? Dude, I don't know. Because they'll be their, yeah, their cousin, I guess. Cousin, uncle, cousin, <laughs> cousin. It would be definitely cousin. cousin. <laughs> yeah. Does cousin. that just kind of fall in that category where, like, if it, you're too old to be primo hermano? Yeah. <laughs> you um, know, how it usually happens where it's like they're supposed to be your uncle, but they're too old or they're too young or whatever, so you just call them your cousin. Yeah, or you just call him by first name, or you just call him. Yeah, maybe <laughs> um, so one of those like weird situations where you just kind of make up a title for them. It's like my my kids don't call you uncle. That's true. They'll be like, you know, just call you Jay. I don't know. Um, let's jump into the last thing because uh, we got to jump into some other stuff real quick. 
We got time. We got time. Um, so, yeah, uh, they got a dragon now. Obviously, we knew that. But to see him fly around in that dragon, dude, and just rip apart that wall, it's crazy, dude. Dude, crazy. props to like HBO because they're investing money, dude. Like dude, those that- those effects look great. Dude. And it was like, cool that the dragon so looked dead. You see the holes in the yeah, wings and the wings. Yeah, 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 for sure. But everything like that that whole scene when it's like blowing up the like the that chunk of the wall, like it looked cool, dude. Like it it didn't look cheesy. Like the effects didn't like. You can tell they like spent mad money on making all that stuff look good, and even all the stuff on the um, like anytime the dragons would come in, like when Danny flew in, mm-hmm. and like you have a uh, Drogon or whatever, mm-hmm. like like that, like all that just looked really cool, dude. It like did, the the effects on the dragons, of, yeah, dude. Were really although cool. although I feel like the Night King looked kind of goofy riding on the dragon, yeah, and I feel like I yeah, mean, I, it, I I, I, I kind of felt that too because he's so like stoic and like. Even in like his like, the way he was sitting was just so like still. Yeah, it looked kinda, like you know what I mean. Like it just didn't look right. But they're, I guess, it looked goofy to me. I they're mean, all like, like that, yeah. But even when they're they're on the horse too, they're kind of like they're so rigid and like I, I mean, it goes to their character. I guess they're supposed to be like yeah, these like ice zombies. But but it did look funny though because he was just kind of like sitting there like just, just like, straight up like just like whatever dude. Yeah, <laughs> it looked like he was like an action figure on a toy. You know, like yeah, a, yeah, it looked definitely. weird, just like oh whatever. Like you said, like all like stiff and everything. But um, uh, we'll end with this dude, and the thing that I'm really afraid of, dude, and I'm hoping that they didn't die was Tormund and Beric. Uh, I mean, yeah, Beric Dondarrion. Yeah, it's like. They were still on the wall, and the wall came down. But um, it looked like they were on the side that still stayed up. Yeah. Of the wall. But then I don't know, dude. I'm but hoping. Then, but they then didn't again, die. you would have to think like, I mean, there, there. You saw all the, all like the army of the dead or whatever going through the wall. So, even if they were to survive that crap, they're like in the middle of the stuff, dude. Like they're gonna get jacked up because i'm i'm assuming they're just gonna go on like not not to say that and i feel like they're not dead because Tormund is such a like fan favorite character that to just kill him off unceremoniously like that would i i feel like it would there were to be like a lot of backlash to that where it's just kind of like if he never comes back again or i don't know they they like just in the coming season the first episode you see him like lying dead or something I feel like that would get people up in arms, dude. Like, what the hell are you gonna do, Tormund, like that? Even freaking Abraham and like The Walking Dead got a better, got a better freaking send off than there's no way get dude, if that were if I, that I were it. I was like, dude, I feel like no, like because they. Oh, I was like, oh my god, <laughs> yeah. Tormund, yeah. <laughs> Tormund, no, no Tormund, no. they killed them, wildling, no. Yeah. Man. <laughs> Call the Red Priestess, man. Oh, my. Jim. Jim. I know, dude. That's Call Bones, man. God. No, they, oh, my God. Yeah. They killed like, the captain. Dude, I, can't believe, I, have, I don't think I've ever, like, I don't know. Obviously, that's pre-YouTube, but, like, I haven't. I found, found it. it. You did find it. Yeah, yeah. I Maybe mean, if I if I look it up, I think we played it once before. Did we? Yeah, I oh, think dude. so. But we're talking about what we're talking because because I'm sure you probably don't know what we're talking about. But You're like what the hell? There used to be an old um, uh, ske- uh, sketch show with John Leguizamo called House of Bugging, and uh, it, there was a um, a scene where Luis Guzman 
is um, upset because he's watching. It's, it's, I guess it's supposed to be funny because they're like all like Hispanic dudes. Like freaking Cholos. Cholos like and watching stuff watching Star Trek. Star Trek. And uh, I think it's in uh, Star Trek Generations, which is like the first time that Star Trek. I know I'm a nerd because I know this. <laughs> the original cast and the next generation are in the same movie. Yeah. And uh, in that movie, Captain Kirk dies. And so he's reacting to it. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! It's it's hilarious, dude. Um, but th- dude, I, I'd be I'm gonna be really upset, dude, if they actually killed off Tormund. Um, let me see. I don't think so, dude. I honestly, I Tormund I, and Beric, because Beric was dope though too. Yeah, I I honestly I feel like those two. Oh wait, wait, they couldn't have killed Beric then. It sucks that we did because in the la- in in the um. In the episode, uh, the the one where they was it Eastwatch or what was that called? The one where uh, they fight all the um, yeah Eastwatch. So in that episode, he tells he's talking with Jon Snow and saying, "Hey, um, we were brought back for a purpose." And he goes, uh, and then he kind of points to the Night King, mm-hmm. like, pretty much implying that he's going to fight him, yeah, to try to survive or whatever. So come on, do you think the Lord of Light brings him back so that he could just die on the wall? Yeah, it gotta no. be alive, dude. No, 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 and like I said, dude, like I feel like they they wouldn't they they can't just kill them off just like that, dude, and just make it an afterthought. Mm-hmm. I feel like it would have to be some like if they were to kill the characters, like it would have to be like uh like a momentous occasion, like they would have to make an event out of that because right. if they were just to do it just like that, I feel like like I said, like a bunch of uh, us as fans would react to that in a negative way. Yeah, it's, I did. I'd be so heartbroken, dude. Because Tormund, we have to have Tormund. Uh, first of all, we have to have Tormund and Brienne hook up. Yeah, dude. They and need secondly, to make their giant crazy babies, dude. Secondly, we need Tormund and, and the uh, hound, hound to go out and just have adventures together, dude. Yeah, dude. Check this out. Yo, this is important. <clears throat> Oh snap! That thing's gonna fall on Kurt! Watch out, Captain! Oh, that's gotta hurt, Papa! That's gotta hurt! He's dead, yo! He's what? Damn, he's... Oh my god! Damn! Go back to McCoy, man! Come on! Thank you, Kurt, man! Thank you, the captain. I think I'll do that, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the fancy. All these dude, years. I don't, I don't even know why that's like, that's like so woven in the fabric of like our lives. That like, dude, that comes up in conversation all the time. I know. Dude, dude, like, I know. I think when I saw that, I was cracking up. <laughs> yeah, dude. His, just his face. Oh, oh my God. God. <laughs> yeah. I like the, 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 I don't know who the character is in the back. He goes, he's dead, yo. Yeah. He's yeah. dead. He's like, what? Huh? He's like looking like what the yeah. Heck? That's anyway. got her puppy. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so yeah, dude, uh, we're gonna have to wait quite a bit for season eight to come out. So, uh, I mean, that's gonna be crazy, dude. Hey, let's jump into the um, next thing that I wanted to kind of touch on, and uh, I did see a um, new series that's on Amazon. Is Amazon Prime is the the remake of the Tick? The Tick, dude. Is the remake of the Tick Man with uh, Peter Serafinowicz instead of um, uh, Patrick Wartburn, who is the original for the live? Because they had a, a short-lived uh, um, live-action series that came out with Patrick Wartburn 
And Patrick Warburton is um, putty yeah. on uh, Seinfeld. He's got that really everyone's, deep voice. But everyone's and if nobody, like... Yeah, if nobody knows about that, he's also on... If you've been on Soaring Over California in uh, California Adventure, in that ride, he's the narrator... Uh, really? Yeah, he's, I don't remember that. Yeah, the one that gets tells you to you know how to hook up your. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I was gonna say for people who didn't know who or who don't know who Peter Peter Senefinowitz, say you say his name? Peter Serafinowitz. Serafinowitz. He's the uh, what a bunch of a holes from uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or uh, Shaun of the Dead. He's uh, he's in Shaun of the Dead. He's in Shaun's uh, roommate. Guardians of the Galaxy. He's also in. Um, who, who? Well, he's in other stuff right now. I can't think of something. He's in something else. I can't think of anything. Else. Um, dang. But but he um he's actually dude he's actually a good um you are sorry he's a, a good uh comedy actor mm-hmm. and he does dude he does impressions that are insane dude they're that are not like your typical ones like yeah there's people who do Al Pacino. There's people like Christopher who do, Walken. Christopher Walken, you know, your typical yeah. funny ones. But he does an impersonation of Kevin Spacey, dude. Oh, no way. And uh, Hey, which Kevin, Kevin Spacey, by the way, does really good impersonations too. Does he really? Is, yeah, which is pretty like insane. If you see him do it, it's actually pretty cool. Who does he do? He, he does like all the usual guys, but he's like, he's one of those two where he does... Um, I can't remember, dude. It's like on some talk show. I forgot what it is that they had him do all these different, um, all these different impersonations. He does really good, dude. Well, check it out. This is him doing Kevin Spacey. He's got a uh, these parody, uh, like the master class. Oh, uh-huh. but he has a master class of acting, and he's got he'll do Walken. He does uh, uh, Al Pacino. Um, I can't. Uh, Michael Caine. So yeah, he does yeah, all yeah. these other ones. But this is his Kevin Spacey, dude. Check it out. Maybe if I put some sound in it. <laughs> this is him doing Kevin. Oh, John Malkovich once said to me, Kevin, doing an audition is like taking a dump in public. I said something funny. You could at least do me the courtesy of laughing. Dude, what's crazy, <laughs> I guess this isn't very uh, would like conducive on a, you know, on an, an audible you. podcast. Because we're, we're literally yes, just you. playing Kevin Spacey speaking. You but it's actually audition. the actor doing the impersonation of Kevin it, Spacey, dude. It sounds freaking spot on, dude. Like, like it Kevin sounds yeah, yeah. exactly like Kevin Spacey, dude. Yeah, That's yeah. crazy. Yeah, and he does Michael Caine, does these other ones. But it's just crazy how... He even the mannerisms, the way his uh, cadence, you know, yeah, he yeah. talks and everything is pretty crazy. But um, anyways, he plays the tick, and he plays the tick so good, man. I really like it. And this tick is different from the, the tick is very the comic book, and then the that one, the the cartoon and the live action series that came out before it is very absurd in the way it does superheroes. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's very, you know, there's comedy into it and everything, and uh, the Tick is a very innocent, but very kind of not not dumb, but very innocent and not uh, uh, not a malicious character. He's yeah. like he really wants to save people, and uh, so that innocence Peter Serafinowicz does well. 
and uh, the funny parts and everything, and how he talks and how he's you know, you know, you you saw that ep- that scene where the lady's like my baby, and then he's like says my baby, and he hugs uh, yeah, Arthur and stuff. Yeah. He's all right. So it's it's the whole series is actually really good, but it's also like very endearing, you mm-hmm. know, very touching, you know, like. Uh, the tick is very somebody who really cares about people and really wants to save people. Yeah, but he does it like he's such a like a like a giant, not, not a kid, but very like. No, he definitely has like the whole like G golly like yeah something like good that. old boy type of thing where yeah. it's like yeah it's it's not as uh, complex I guess as they're trying to make superheroes now where it's like oh you know they're they're multi layered and you know they have these like you know deep and and crazy secrets behind every motive or everything has like a secret motive or whatever, like an agenda. It's like, no, he plays it, you know, as straight as possible where it's just kind of like, he literally just wants to save his city or whatever. Yeah. And one of the things that actually, you know, they, they shoot him with the, with the rocket launcher and like, you know, he kind of shrugged it off, like whatever. And then the bad guy comes is like, well, I'm going to hit him where it really hurts, like right in the citizens or whatever. And I kind of like in and of itself kind of encapsulates who the tick is. Because it's like, what's going to hurt him more? Like, he took a rocket to his, like, freaking stomach or whatever, and he shrugged it off and was like, oh, yeah, like, gee, golly, I'm going to go punch you in the face now. But they're like, no, what's really going to hurt him is if we hurt his, you know, the beloved citizens here in, like, the city or whatever. So it's like, I feel like, oh, yeah, that's, like, just lets you know what type of hero he is. It's like, he really cares for the people of that city. Well, when he gets blasted with that rocket launcher, he's like, rude. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's how he says Yeah, rude. Um, so it's cool because it's almost refreshing, dude. Like it's just to be able to have a, a a take on a superhero like that, where like it doesn't have to be like complex and like you know like this uh, brooding like you know like dark type of like antihero right. thing that's like super popular now. It's like no, he just plays it like an old school like you know eat your vitamins and drink your milk type of superhero. Yeah, and it's crazy because it's like, it, it's got some very, um, very uh, serious moments, and it's not trying to be too serious, but it's got you know where, where there's people who feel pain and stuff, and and yeah. uh, you know that there's some other emotional uh, aspects to the show, but it's still endearing and it's still you know has its absurd absurdness, in yeah, it, you know, or there's still things that that are way out there. Like the tick is like, you don't know who he is. He's like, he's got this costume, but you don't think it's a costume. It's like, that's what he wears all the time. That's, yeah. That's just who he is. Yeah. It's like, he's got no identity. He's, he's just a tick, you mm-hmm. know? And, uh, part of the lure of the, of the, um, or the lore about the story is that the tick doesn't know where he came from. He doesn't know who he is. And all he knows is that he's there to save people. And stuff. Right. That's all. And he's invulnerable and stuff, except that you grab him by the antennas. Yeah. For some reason, it hurts him. I still remember that cartoon, that episode where uh, he loses his antennas. And he's, like, completely, like, like vulnerable. He can't stand. He can't walk. Like, he's all off balance. And, Is like, he loses cartoon? all in the cartoon. Yeah. He loses his strength. And, like, he, he, like, completely loses his identity. Like, he doesn't know what to do anymore because he doesn't have his antennas. I think we had mentioned it sweet. before, but when Jay was five, <laughs> literally when he was five, uh, and I don't even remember when you did it or how. I, I don't even know how I did it either. Like, I don't know if I mailed something in or if I called in or. So when the cartoon was out, it was. Dude, on, the cartoon was legit, too. It was on Fox. I, love that I still remember on Channel 11 Fox. 
and there was a cartoon that yes, it was Spoon. Yeah, <laughs> which was uh was very cool, very awesome, and there was a contest that if you, uh, I don't know what it was called, send us self-addressed stamp envelope something yeah i don't even remember what and it you was. would win like the whole set of the tick toys and stuff and like that. you even got Actually the sega produced. genesis game too yeah and you won and i won the whole freaking contest whole thing, dude. dude you won everything you won all of their figures the tick genesis game you won everything dude and i was like to this day i don't know how you did it like because yeah, i don't think i like i don't even remember honestly like asking anyone for help on like how to do it or what to do. Like, I just remember, like, just getting that box in the mail one day. And I was like, well, what the crap? Like, I actually won this thing. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't, I don't even remember what the contest was. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember either, man. But uh, it was cool. You won. Dude, I probably sent them, like, 500 bucks I took out of my mom's purse or something. <laughs> She's like, where's the money? You're and like, I'm trying to, like, repress that memory because I got beat up. That's so funny, dude. Hey, so let's uh, – so I – the tick itself is only six episodes. They split the first season in half, actually, because they were saying that – they, they didn't want people to binge the whole thing too fast. They wanted to binge it, take a breather, and then in the fall, the other six episodes will come out. Nice. And they're only about 25 minutes, so it's very easy to just watch the whole thing in one sitting. It's, yeah. It's not difficult at all. And I think it's worth it. Check it out. I think you'll like it. Um, it's beta approved. So beta tested, beta approved. For sure. So I liked it. I, I, I enjoyed it. So hopefully, if you guys have a chance, go ahead and watch it. I think you guys will enjoy it too. Hey, so... um. I, I wanted to we wanted to point out sort of a mini fall preview. I wanted to do a, a movie one, and then maybe next week we'll do a TV fall preview of stuff that will be on TV. But to start off with just the movies and stuff, is uh, there's a couple movies I wanted to point out that I think is worth pointing out there. And of course, there's the obvious ones, but we'll talk about some that haven't been so obvious. But why don't, why don't we start off with the next movie that's coming out next week, yeah, next boy. Friday? Let's do this. I'm so pumped, dude. Stephen King's It. Dude, uh, dude, let's go. Dude, I am so down. It's like I, I I can't remember the last time I saw a horror movie in the in theaters, but like like this one looks good, dude. Like it it looks and I've I've read a, a lot of the uh first reactions and stuff and everyone is saying that like the the uh I forget what his name is, Peter Skarsgård. Peter Skarsgård. That uh his take on the uh on on it like pennywise. the clown pennywise yeah is uh freaking amazing dude like he does such a great job like do you it's like the, it definitely lives up to like tim curry's take on did pennywise. you read the article that he made the kids cry on the set no dude that's how creepy he was dude. what no way he made the kids cry yes. on the set, dude. see stuff like that i'm like yeah dude that's freaking dope um and then they say like the whole like the whole losers club like all them um do a really good job too. Yeah, a lot of the early reviews were like they loved the Losers Club. They the the Losers Club is the group of kids that are in the movie that they call themselves the Losers Club, and they uh, apparently they did really well. People really loved their um, performance in the. Dude, in the movie. I honestly didn't realize that it was a rated R movie, which. Uh, well, the book is crazy, which I've never I, which read the I book. think is actually like will would work to their advantage. I feel like I know a lot of these movies. I um, and you know, and I was reading an article where they were crediting Deadpool for being such a success and being an R-rated movie, because uh, a lot of movies being made before were like going PG thirteen just to allow more people to show up, like have more people actually fill the seats uh, for their movies. But it will almost like compromise like some of the. Uh, some of like the content that we were getting, 
But after Deadpool, because it did so well and it was it just kind of like was no holds barred, did its thing and was like successful, you know, in the box office and like critically too. A lot of movies are coming out like now are with you know, R rating. And this is I, I read that one that really benefits from an R rating. Absolutely. Um, because of like, you know, just uh, of how scary it is like the humor and all that stuff. So I'm really looking forward to it, dude. Like, yeah, I, I, think, I think we're actually going to go watch that. It's September 8th uh, is uh, Stephen King's It. I think uh, we'll watch it. We'll give you guys a review it, the following weekend because I'm pretty sure we're going to go watch that. So that's for sure. Uh, the next one is Kingsman, The Golden Circle. That's another one, dude. It's funny because the first movie, um, Kingsman, The Secret Service, that movie kind of didn't have like a lot of hype around it initially because nobody knows what who Kingsman or is or what that story came about. Yeah. You know, like these days you gotta have like a comic book presence or a book or something. Right. But um But it's it, based on a comic book. It right? is based on a comic book, but I guess I meant the more mainstream ones, you know, like yeah. the ones that people know. But not many many people knew that it was a comic book. Um uh, but it was adapted from a comic book. And the first one I love I love, love, love that movie. That whole church scene slash um uh <laughs> What is the, it? Um, <laughs> the only thing I remember is I was what, trying to think of the song and I couldn't think of the song right now. Oh, uh, so, um, and I just saw it too. It's on. It's been on TV. Yeah, is it Leonard Skinner? Any, uh, I can't remember right now. Yeah, I, I can't it remember just, either. It's um. Oh my god, I hate it that I can't remember. Anyways, it's the church scene. Yeah. Have you seen the uh, the Family Guy version of the church scene? No. It's pretty dope. <laughs> I'll show you that. But um, but I was just gonna say I remember watching that movie with my dad. Um, and um you know in the, like in the last scene where <laughs> and then he's like but but what happens next like that was, like, he kept saying that over and over again yeah, and for que, people who have seen que, the movie you know what we're talking yeah. about pero que pasó pero que pasó que, pero lo, lo que quiero yo quiero ver que pasó después yeah, I know. <laughs> i'm like dude you freaking old dirty man oh my goodness um why <laughs> sharing that because it's funny dude I think he was just joking around. He's messing around. But anyways, um, so Kingsman, the Golden Circle, coming out with um, some of, pretty much everybody, uh, and then adding Channing Tatum, which I still think he's funny. Dude. Yeah, dude, I love him, dude. Um, and uh, dude, that looks dope. I, I'm really looking forward to that. I, I really want to see that movie too, just because I love the first one. Dude, um, I can name just uh, Channing Tatum, but you don't mention Jeff Bridges in this mess, freaking. Pedro or Pablo? I forget. Which to be honest with you, dude, I drew a bank blank. <laughs> I, I was gonna, I was gonna mention it, but I was like, yeah, Halle Berry's in this mess. Halle Berry, who is it? Uh, I forget. If, I can't remember if his name is Pablo or Pedro. Pedro. Pascal. Pedro. Pedro Pascal. Yeah, Pedro. Dude, that was like the new age Charles Bronson, dude. Dude, that I like that. I like that guy, dude. Um, That's legit. Is it? It's not Jodie Foster. What's her name? Um, oh, uh, Julianne Moore. Julianne Moore. I don't know. I, sometimes I confuse both of them. That's Poppy. That's Poppy. Yeah, dude, she's the new villain in the movie. So, yeah, um, yeah. honestly, I was going to ne- mention their names, and I drove blank. <laughs> so I didn't want to be like, uh. <laughs> so thanks, you saved me there for yeah, that. Yeah, what helped you, dude. Hey, uh, uh, the next one, dude, that I'm I'm sort of looking forward to, um, although we were just talking about it when you when when you got here, uh, Blade Runner 2049 uh-huh. with um, Harrison Ford and yeah, dude, Ryan Gosling, Jared Leto, um, those are pretty much the, the main actors in that movie. But uh, it was funny because we're talking about, it's like, I know about Blade Runner. I know what that movie means to sci-fi. I don't think I sat down and watched the whole thing from beginning to end, dude. Yeah. And, uh, and I remember I 
I remember sitting through most of that movie and like halfway through it, I was just kind of like, I don't get it. Like, I don't like it just like it's, it it's because it's very dialogue driven it didn't um and it, not, not that i didn't understand what the movie was but i didn't understand why it was held up why it was so beloved yeah why it was held up in such high regard um i mean that, that was like years ago now i feel like if, if i watch it again i could probably appreciate it a little bit more um but i think it kind of goes with what we were saying that like maybe for the time to see a sci-fi movie do the things that it was doing um uh, and like just kind of like how I'm sure if we watch it now, we kind of see like a lot of where a lot of other movies may maybe play homage to it or like kind of, you know, were inspired by certain things that they saw in that in that movie. Um, but yeah, just like my my I have like a distinct recollection of like sitting and watching that movie with that same thought in my head, like, oh, let's see what this movie is all about. I hear a lot of people talk about it. it's a classic. It's this is that and just not really seeing it like for whatever reason, just not not being there with it the way other people are where it's just kind of like yeah that movie's so great like it's one of the best sci-fi movies ever and i just i don't know i didn't i just didn't i didn't get that yeah but uh but the 2049 looks great though dude. it actually looks pretty awesome in some of the i've read um some of the like the synopsis and what it's supposed to be and it sounds interesting i i'm kind of looking forward to it also because uh it's kind of cool to have uh ryan uh, not ryan Gosling, uh, harrison ford back in it as well too right. playing the same character as Deckard too, I heard uh, Edward James Olmos in this mess too he's in this one too that's, I read that somewhere yeah that he was coming back he was in the original too mm-hmm. yeah, it's crazy um, the other one dude that I don't think many people have heard of but I saw the trailer and it looked pretty interesting was a movie called The Foreigner with uh, Jackie Chan oh yeah you were talking to me about yeah, that yeah and it's not a comedy like Jackie Chan does you know mm-hmm. like his action comedies it's more serious and uh, basically, it's him, him, and uh, he's uh, uh, he's with his daughter. But there's like a terrorist attack where his daughter is killed, oh, and uh, he's dude, like heavy some, off the bat. Dude. Yeah, dude, and he's like a special forces type of dude. And he's all he's looking for are the people who did it. And he's like looking, kind of like kind of a revenge revenge flick. Sam. Yeah, and it's uh, it's pretty. It looks pretty good, dude. It looks pretty dope. Um. I would uh, suggest you look at the trailer and you know see for yourself if it's something that interests you in that. Dude, uh-huh. uh, uh, speaking of Jackie Chan, uh, he did the voice for Mr. Fang on Nut Job 2. Um, it's a cartoon. It's like an animated movie that just came out recently. So I took Hazel to go watch it. And she's like, dude, that that's like the only thing that she took away from that movie is like the uh, Jackie Chan's character. It has like that catchphrase that I'm sure you've heard or like you've seen it like on billboards and stuff. It's like, don't call me cute. So she like walks around everywhere saying, don't call me cute and like punching people in the face and stuff, dude. So <laughs> so we were cracking up because like she was just doing that around the house. Like she would just kind of walk up to us and be like, don't call me cute and like punching me or like punching uh, Christina or whatever. So I was like, OK, like, let me show you. So I was showing her some videos of like Jackie Chan and some of the stuff that like, you know, some of the funnier things that he does. Mm-hmm. And uh, she was like loving it, dude. So she was like, "That's him!" Like I can't believe it. Like she was like, her mind was yeah. blowing up, dude. That that was like, you know, what the little mouse did in the movie. Like the actual guy was like doing it in real life. So I thought that was pretty cool. That's dude. cool. Dude. Jackie Chan affecting all age groups, dude. Everybody, dude. Everybody, dude. Um, Jackie Chan is a legend. He is, dude. I wonder if he did his own stunts in this one though, too. I don't know, dude. What I like about his movies is that if you stick around, like during the credits, they'll show all the times that he does his stunts, but. The times he messes up on his mm-hmm. stunts too, uh, and uh, dude, he's got so many broken bones, dude. Like it's insane when you see the list of stuff 
I remember Heck an interview yeah. he said back then that he had a hard time getting insurance because people were like, they right, want insurance because yeah. people get hurt all the time. Yeah. Um. Anyways, uh, November third, dude. Uh, cannot wait. Thor Ragnarok, Don't finally even, coming out, dude. Don't even go there, dude. Don't. Taika Watiti. Go is there, dude. My hero. I I don't even want to mention that name. I don't want to. I don't even want to say that the name of that movie because on my mind it's gonna explode, dude. <laughs> I can't wait. Dude. I seriously cannot wait. I know, dude. It looks so awesome. It looks so great, dude. It's uh and Taika Watiti is just so like funny, dude, and everything he does. Like when he showed up in Comic Con, he's like in a Hawaiian suit and stuff. Like, yeah. Not a Hawaiian suit, but a Hawaiian shirt, Hawaiian yeah. shorts, yeah. and just like super casual and stuff. And but yeah, dude, it was uh it, it that movie looks so great, man. I just cannot wait till we finally get to see that movie and finally get to review that movie here too. Heck dude. Yeah, dude. Honestly, it's gonna be pretty dope. So can't wait for that. Of course you can Mention this other movie coming out in in the same month, November seventeenth, the Justice League, and I'm actually looking forward to it. I'm actually looking forward to it. Mm. Yeah, because mm. Zack Snyder's not in it. <laughs> mm. I'm so I'm I have my reservations for this one still. Like I everything that I've seen in in the trailers, um, I'm just like, uh, and I and I don't know if it's just because I'm scarred. I'm carrying my own, like I'm bringing my own baggage into this one already. So uh, it's it's kind of hard for me to um, to really rally behind it and get excited for it. Look, Although Wonder Woman gave me hope, dude. Yeah, like I, we were all like, "Oh my god, we we got you know we we got tricked into it last time with with Suicide Squad, yeah. and then you know Batman versus Superman, and we're like, oh, we just hope that Wonder Woman will be you know." Okay, at least. And yeah. then it, 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 uh, and it just blew us away, dude. Our, yeah, Heck our yeah. expectations. So that is giving me a little bit of hope because Wonder Woman will be in it. She basically was practically the best part of Batman versus Superman. Oh, yeah, for sure. And her own movie was, was excellent. So we're hoping that she brings that momentum into Justice League. And, you know, I'm curious, though. One thing that I that, um, just kind of popped into my head right now was that I'm I'm sure Superman is gonna return in this movie. I'm oh, sure he's gonna be got to. He's gonna be pretty prominent towards like maybe the third act of the movie or something like that. He's gonna come and like lend a hand and help. But I just want to see how well it does the first like two acts where he's not really a part of the movie. Because I I like looking back and just kind of like thinking about all these other movies. Like my my big gripe has always been with Superman, and not so much Henry Cavill, but just like the the character of superman in these movies because he's always so dour dude like he's always so like like he he broods more than freaking batman does dude like <laughs> you could tell that like batman at least enjoys you know they you know they're, they're talking about him being sadistic and all that stuff and like but there's like almost a, a, a you know when when he's like going out there and like beating the people up in that warehouse there's like almost like there's like like uh, uh, an energy to that action, and it almost makes you like it. It does you enjoy that, like you have fun watching that on screen. But anytime that like Superman was on screen, like there was just kind of like like a downer. Like he just like I don't know. It just it it just like a had like a like a weird effect on me where it was just kind of like it, he just didn't seem like he was having a good time being there. So. Yeah, we've definitely in turn didn't allow me to have a good time watching it. So like I'm kind of hopeful that 
you know, in the in like the the Flash and Cyborg, who are a little bit more lighthearted characters, it seems like. And even Aquaman too. He looks he's like super intense, but in like his action stuff, it looks like he's actually enjoying like beating the crap out of these aliens or whatever. So that seems pretty cool. Like you know, seeing him and obviously Wonder Woman and Batman, we've already seen before. We kind of enjoy them. Um, so I'm curious to see how well they carry the movie without Superman in it. Um, I almost feel like it's going to work to their advantage, in yeah, my opinion. Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, yeah, that's a good point. I think so. I think uh, letting uh, Ben Affleck and, uh, more importantly, Gal Gadot take the lead in this. Right, just kind of carry the load, yeah, yeah, yeah for yeah. sure. And then having the Flash be kind of like the, the um, what would you call it, the, the uh, comedy relief in mm-hmm. a way. Not too nerdy. I mean, not too goofy, but at least kind of bring in the lightheartedness. Yeah, is good. I think uh, what I've heard too from uh, what Josh Whedon, Josh Whedon is bringing is some putting making it a little bit more lighthearted rather than like you said, you know, like all doom and gloom and stuff. And I feel like they're or not that I feel. I read somewhere that they're also doing stuff to Cyborg's character too, like kind I of read that too. Yeah, like reshaping, I guess, like that character and and you know just his. Uh, uh, like his uh, character and nah, I'm blanking on the word right now, but like they're just yeah. making, it seems like they're making him a little bit lighter too, um, which I like because I, I feel like his character and I'm just going based off like Teen Titans go like his character in that, in that show is like pretty funny and um, you know, just has a good time and stuff. So I kind of hope that they bring that sort of vibe to him too. Yeah, and then of course the other big, 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 big. Do we even have to mention it? Porkins, Porkins, is Star Wars: The Last Jedi, December fifteenth. Come on, noodles. Hey, mama. Let's go beans. Let's go beans. We were laughing because we were talking about how you know they made. There is a character named Porkins in A New Hope, which is just bland, like just a. Like, heavy set guy. Yeah. <laughs> He's a heavy set dude. We're just like blindly pointing out the like, you know, the the I don't know, like the <laughs> I don't know what would you say like the stereotypical like type of uh Like he's a heavy set dude. Title that you would give somebody. They call him Porkins. Porkins, yeah. <laughs> like really dude? Porkins. And then uh so we were just laughing cuz we're saying uh the Asian guy would be called noodles. Yeah, if you were to go based on that logic, whatever. The Hispanic dude would be beans. Yeah, they would just point out like all the stereotypical things that I know. you would call <laughs> like which is weird. If you look it up, there's a guy named Porkins and Ooh. he's a he's a chubby dude. Chubby dude. <laughs> yeah. He's a portly man. He's a portly. Like <laughs> that just portly man. Yeah, exactly, dude. It was funny, but uh, we see you, Lucasfilm. Yeah, you guys yeah. trying to be funny. So um, that's December fifteenth. There's there's two other things that uh, did. Did you like the um, trailer for Jumanji? Welcome to the Jungle. Um, I think yeah, I I I think I did enjoy it with The Rock, Jack Black. I kind of saw it like Harry Gillian. I feel like I saw it. Um, I wasn't really watching it. I was just kind of. I was kind of like glancing at Ke- it. Kevin Hart too. I'm sorry, I didn't his but name. I do remember one thing that was like that I can distinctly remember. It's like because it's it's these kids who get you know transported into like this game, the Jumanji game, the this, Jumanji this game. Time it's a video game. It's a video game, game, right? Um, but it's like it's still so the the teenage characters. 
get put into the adult bodies or whatever. Like, like but avatars. The, but yeah. the adult avatars, yeah, are still react like if they were the teenage kids. So it's like one of the guys is like, you know, he it's like the rock, so he's like the big like character. He's like, Yeah, like I'm I'm the guy or whatever. But he kind of turns around, and he's like, All right, don't mess this up. Don't mess it. It's like I thought that was pretty cool because it's yeah, like he's yeah. so acting as if he were the teenage kid. So I think it's going to be cool to see them like in those roles where like they still have to pretend like like Jack Black is the uh the popular girl and right. she, she turns into Jack Black. Yeah. Like, so I, I thought it was I thought it was fine. I know some people were like didn't think it was funny. I thought it was funny. And then mm-hmm. Kevin Hart, I mean, he's he's funny in his movies. Dude. Right. All he has to do is yell. Yeah, I know. But he's yeah, yelling. yeah, I think it's going to be an entertaining movie. It's it's obviously not going to be it's not going to be freaking I don't know. Like it's not gonna be Star Wars or anything like that, but I don't I don't think it's gonna be Transformers either. Like it's not just gonna be like a, oh yeah no like a, nothing can be Transformers yeah <laughs> yeah. So I like it's like, the Rock has good movies. He's like a good actor, so I have faith in whatever yeah, that dude definitely. puts out. The last thing I'm gonna mention is on Christmas Day is a movie called The Greatest Showman. Have you seen the trailer for that? Is that the one with the uh, Hugh Jackman? Yeah, dude. Yeah, I think it looks really good. It's that's uh, another one too, dude. Where you can put a lot of stock in him yeah. and like the movies that he does yeah he in this movie he's i guess it's a biopic of pt barnum mm-hmm. uh and uh practically invents the circus or the the whole um uh you know what, what entails a circus and right. just being uh the ringmaster or whatever you want to call it a but showman dude showman yeah. dude and so uh it, it looks really good i thought i thought it looked really well and i mean you know like you mentioned hugh jackman that's one you can kind of put your um, money in and say, yep, this you know this might be a good movie with for him sure. So definitely, dude. So yeah, these are the movies that we are looking forward to. I mean, there's a lot of other movies coming out, dude. I mean, there's uh, the um, My Little Pony movie. I know, you, you dude. Know you I, I unfortunately will have to watch that movie. <laughs> October sixth, dude. Get your tickets. Yeah, dude. I'm excited. Sell out, dude. I'm a brony, they're, dude. They're gonna be li- you're a brony? I'm a, a brony adjacent. <laughs> yes. Bro- brony adjacent. Yeah, dude. You're a brony dad. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's there's other movies out there, but those these are the ones that we're uh, probably most excited about, uh, aside from My Little Pony. But um, hey, so uh, we've come to the end of the show. <laughs> I know, my life. We've come to the end of the show. We thank you so much, you guys, for joining us, for listening to us, or wasting your time with us. Thank you so much. Um, if you like the podcast, tell your friends. Tell anybody uh, we need. Uh, we would like to have more people listen. To oh, it dude, too. can I give a pick of the week? Oh, you have a pick of the week? Yeah, boy. Uh, well, you have a what? Pick of the week. Go for it. Um, we don't regularly do this, but uh, just because we were talking about horror, and you asked me about it earlier today. There's a podcast that I've been following called the No Sleep podcast oh dude um yeah and it's uh it's a storytelling podcast and it's it's just people submit scary stories and these voice actors um play out the stories that you know are submitted um and it's really good dude like i i've gone through like countless episodes at this point dude like it's just it's cool because each episode and that's what these are condensed too like if you go to their website you can actually uh subscribe to their uh season pass and um that's like a two-hour show or whatever and it'll have five stories but the one that's like free is uh three stories and it's only like about an hour long um so uh but it's really cool dude like it's just it's different like they're 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 wide-ranging stories but they're all like horror based um 
So it's just really cool to do something. You just kind of like sitting down, like you know, when you get regularly listen to podcasts. If you guys get the chance to like, you know, uh, give this one a chance, dude. It's really cool to just kind of listen to people, and and the voice acting is really good too. Like, um, uh, there's a lot of people, like voices that I recognize from like video games or something like that. Really? Um, there's like one dude I forget. He also does the voiceover stuff for um, Logic, his album. Mm-hmm. Um, he also does like. Uh, work on on this podcast so it's really cool to just kind of like you hear all these voices you're like i feel like i've heard this before or whatever and then you hear their names obviously look it up and you're like oh crap like he did this he did that so um yeah dude like if you guys have a chance definitely check it out it's really cool has there been a story that's really like scared you um i I don't think i've been like legitimately scared but there's some that are kind of creepy dude where it's just kind of like uh I'm trying to think. There was one where it like had to do with like spiders and stuff. So that's uh, like okay. one that was like. All right, we're done. All right, let's. Uh, <laughs> that it was kind of like, oh shoot, like what the heck? Like you kind of feel like the little, you know, the little pricklies kind of going down your arms, like something's crawling on you. That's crazy. Dude. But um, yeah, there's a lot of really good stories though. I'm not gonna listen to that episode. Though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sweet. So that's our pick of the week. It's called the No Sleep Podcast. Uh, I'm sure you can find it on any uh, podcast app. I found it on, uh, I use CastBox and I found it on there. Oh, sweet. Yeah, so I just haven't started listening to it yet. But uh, No Sleep Podcast, give it a chance. Check it out. For but sure. before you do that, subscribe to the uh, uh, Beta Report Podcast. Yup. Tell your friends about it. Have them uh, subscribe to it too. If you can, that'd be great. Go to our Facebook page, Instagram, Twitter page. All of them are at the Beta Report uh, we'd like to for you guys to be a part of it. So go ahead and comment. You know, shoot us a Twitter or tweet. <laughs> shoot, shoot us a Twitter. Shoot us a Twitter. <laughs> shoot us a Twitter. <laughs> I can tweet that. <laughs> and then Facebook. Twitter. Twitter. Instagram. Instagram. Dude. <laughs> Just stop. No, dude. No, stop. That's how, that's what they call in Guatemala. Dude. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? El Instagram. <laughs> Um, so anyways thank you so much guys we'll see you till next week this is Jeff this is Jerry and this is the beta report peace